Hi, this is Jim Quick, and I have a quick update for you. I'm proud to announce my very first book, Limitless, Upgrade Your Brain, Learn Anything Faster, and Unlock Your Exceptional Life. This book is not only based on the latest neuroscience, it is field tested for over 28 years of working with some of the most amazing minds on our planet. Just go to LimitlessBook.com and enjoy this book. Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick Brain. Your question for today how do you eat to beat depression and anxiety? This is a very timely conversation with the way the world has been and the way the world currently is. Mental health is, is top priority. And I have this conversation with you and give you some practical tips that you could use right away is uh, we have a good friend here. And this is Dr. Drew Ramsey. He's the author of this brand new book, Eat to Beat Depression and Anxiety. And he's a nutritional psychiatrist, which is awesome. <laughs> I just, I just, I love geeking out about uh, brain foods and the foods that could be really helpful, you know, especially during this time. So thanks for being on our show, Drew. It's my pleasure, Jim. It's great to be with you and to see you again. And uh, I love geeking out with you in particular about, about brain health stuff and things also importantly, that we can do to improve our brain health and mental health. So it's a real treat to get to talk with you. Yeah. Now, now we, we met uh, through a mutual friend who's a big advocate for, for brain health, Maria Shriver. And we were doing some, some media together and we got to, uh, to do some presenting on the same stage. So you have so much to be able to offer to our community. So I want everyone, as you're listening to this, to take some notes uh, because now is the time. I mean, you must see in in your practice uh, more. You know, how's how's me mental health this past past year? How's one thing that made me hopeful about mental health in the past year is since since all of us were struggling, all of us started talking about it, and mm -hmm. now I think we're in a very challenging transition as we're still in the midst of a pandemic, but we're we're emerging. We're emerging with a lot of wounds, um, whether that's feeling socially rusty or feeling so excited to be out again. Um, it, it, there's just a lot of powerful feelings or the grief that everyone's processing of just whether that's a loss of someone um, you loved or someone you knew or just a loss of the way that life was for you. Um, and so mental health is on everyone's mind and that's where food is such an important thing for us to talk about when I'm, I'm excited to speak with everybody and to really give you some actionable ways to think, which I think is the, the big shift that people need to pivot away from how we've been thinking about kind of food and brain health in a certain way, or just food of like, this is calories or this, is how we look and really think like, this is our most important asset. I've been finding myself on my media looking like you, Jim. <laughs> um, and that, that's what we should, that's how we should make our nutritional rules. Like most, most, all the cells in the body are important, but I think we're all 
here thinking about brain health because the brain and neurons are really the most important and yeah. they they have some nutritional requirements and some ways of thinking about nutrition that that i want to share with everybody yeah and it's a little different from all the other organs and all the other organs are there really um in a way to support the brain right yeah. your, your heart is there to, to blood flow oxygen are parts of the organs that are cleaning out the bloodstream that you know all the other all the other organs i always tell people i can get at home depot you know i mean i can get air filtration at home depot i can get water filtration at home depot i can get a pump at home depot but like the generator of human consciousness hopes and dreams human love yeah. uh, you can't buy that at home depot yeah. and so i agree that the brain is definitely the the that that's the most important part. And, yeah. and beyond that, it burns so much 20% of all the calories we eat. It has something like seven to nine times more vitamin B9 folate, um, more vitamin C. I mean, it's just it, 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 really high concentrations of the long chain omega-3 fatty acids. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's, it's only what, maybe 2% of our body mass, but it, it is an energy hog for, for sure. Yeah, well, con and, consciousness and creativity and good times and human connection, it takes it takes a lot of energy to make all that happen. Good. So how should our audience be thinking about mental health and its relationship to nutrition? The I would say the first step that I ask people to make in terms of nutrition is just considering the simple premise that you can feed your mental health, that there are ways you can think about nutrition that impact your mental health to get away from that black and white thinking like, oh, now you eat blueberries. Now you have a healthy brain. You'll never feel depressed or anxious again. I know nobody listening thinks that, but sometimes you see that, that kind of almost silver bullet thinking like right. mental health and cognitive health and human brain health. Just it's that one thing you've been missing, but right. that overall idea, because there's so much data now that nutrition is your most powerful environmental factor that for the most part is really under your control. And certainly I appreciate people come to this conversation with different budgets, with different levels of awareness and knowledge. But in I'm talking to you from really rural Indiana, I get a lot of my brain food at Walmart. I mean, there, there's always things that we can do in our everyday lives to better feed our mental health. So I think that's step one. And then step two, I'd encourage people to look at some of the research. And, and, and certainly uh, I try and cover a lot of it in, in the book around the new ideas that, that as we think about depression and anxiety, we don't want to just be thinking about serotonin um, or cognitive behavioral therapy. Those are two really important treatments or serotonin medicines are, um, but we also wanna be thinking about lifestyle factors that play a role and what we can do in our everyday lives to better nourish our brain and nourish it in a way that puts it less prone to depression or anxiety, or if we're having those symptoms, doesn't exacerbate that. And some of the new concepts, I'm sure you've talked about them a lot, Jimmy, everybody here, you know, inflammation, this notion that really how we deal with our bodies and our brains waste and alarm signals, um, the idea, the most exciting idea of neuroplasticity, this notion that the human brain is growing, the adult human brain even gives birth to new brain cells and that food is a powerful signal in that. And then that kind of, if we think in that way, that then leads us to like, okay, are there ways that we can kind of have our brain nutritionally be more in grow mode? You know, not really facing like any headwinds in terms of excess inflammation or a decrease in the, the signals to help our brains grow and connect. Oh. And, and that's really what the book is all about is trying to take this data and think about, okay, like rubber hits the road, what foods should people be eating for better mental health? I like that grow mode. 
I have a shirt that says brain mode and sleep mode with like yeah. the little uh, like we, we should make one brain grow mode because I think brain that's, grow that, mode. that's really if I think of the goal of my work and I, and I say it in the book is to get your brain into grow mode. And, and you know all about that, Jim, because that's what your work is about. When you're asking people to think about memory in terms of stories, when you're asking people to read with a specific technique and attention, you're really asking them to utilize their brain in a better way. And, and in some ways, I think it's where we're really aligned is I'm saying, I got this fork, right? Where's my fork? I usually have a fork here. And it's, <laughs> it's such a powerful tool for you. But that's not how people feel, right? People feel scared of food. They feel confused about food. And so I really want to change that. So people feel like they look at this fork and they're like, I'm I'm feeding this brain of mine. Yeah. Well, our, our work is very complimentary because I always tell people for that neuroplasticity to occur, you need novelty. And that's, you know, some of the things we do with memory and speed reading and such. But you also need nutrition. It's like, if you want to grow a muscle, you give it novelty, you work it out, exercise, but then you also have to feed that you know, that muscle also as well. And you need proper rest, obviously. So this nutritional conversation. So is there a list of, uh, or some uh, things that you would recommend people to stop doing and start doing? It could be almost that simple. It Let's be simple like that. Cause I think that kind of eat this, not that helps people. And so first, again, I just want people to hear the rationale behind these foods because Mm -hmm. they belong to food categories. I did, uh, I published a research project with my colleague, Laura Lachance called antidepressant foods in the uh, journal of world psychiatry. And there's a very simple study that we looked at all of the scientific literature because it wasn't that simple in that way, but we looked at all of the studies that involved the essential vitamins and minerals and depression. And we found that there were 12 nutrients that stood out in the data as having significant levels of evidence that they were involved in either the development of or the treatment of depression. Things like, nothing surprising, magnesium, vitamin B12, zinc, iron, you know, a few surprises in there for some people, but but not, not so much. And then we said, you know, what foods have the most of these? And so we have our list, but the important thing to do with these kind of lists of foods is to think in food categories. Jim, if that, that's something that I learned throughout this work over the last decade, and what I encourage everyone listening is it's not so much that you've got to eat wild salmon. I mean, that's a great one, but more you want to think about your relationship to seafood. In the book, I have a six-week plan, and we go through five different food categories and really trying to expand people's notion and in some ways tapping into some of what you you were mentioning creativity and novelty Mm. to really expand your palate and things that for example i'd never done before i'd never eaten mussels at home before really inexpensive really great for your brain really easy to do um, I was a farm boy. I, I'd never eaten like wild salmon or like Caesar salad with anchovies. Like, yuck, anchovies go on pizza. And then you learn, no, anchovies are like an ancient human food. Actually, clams are probably clams, mussels, anchovies probably saved human species from um, uh, going extinct years and years ago in our evolution. So these are ancient, really delicious human foods. But to think, see, I have a little seafood greens, nuts and beans, and a little dark chocolate. There's a little rhyme of some of my favorite food categories. Mm. But there's some new ones we can add in there, like with all this buzz about the microbiome, all the bacteria living in your gut that affect your brain health. We talk a lot about fermented foods these days as well. Well, I'll tell you what I have here. Instead of what I can't have, chips or crackers, crackers and cheese, I'll have a bag of nuts or a bag of pumpkin seeds, and I'll have a little maybe um, 
like half a bar of really good dark chocolate. And I'll just nibble on those things with uh, usually I almost always have my, my cup of tea. And the reason is when we take in real food, even in a treat, treat snack form like that, we're getting more fiber, more protein, more real fats that fills us up and sort of settles us down, gives us lots of nutrition, like dark chocolate. You think, oh, that's a guilty treat. Uh-uh. And come on over to Team Brain Food. On Team Brain Food, dark chocolate's a great source of iron, great source of magnesium, great source of fiber, and the source of the only phytonutrients that's been shown to reverse age-related memory decline in humans. So that's why I eat dark chocolate, besides it being delicious. So yeah, and dark chocolate. Just say dark chocolate. That's what you should eat to beat depression. Right, right. Dark chocolate. More cowbell, more dark chocolate. And then and it makes you uh and it changes your mood, right? I mean, which has to help with there, there's data on that. I mean, there's data, there's there's the non-nutritional aspect that we don't talk enough about, I think, which is that you know, I have this cup of Earl Grey tea and it does something to me. I settle down, right? I have a little nibble of dark chocolate and I sit with it for a minute and it does, it perks you up. There's also some data that increases the dark chocolate and, and coffee can increase blood flow to the brain. Daily dark chocolate um, eaters have a 70% decreased risk of getting a diagnosis of depression, you know, and people, maybe, maybe that, who knows which way that goes, but um, to me, I, I use that data to eat more dark chocolate. And there's even some data that uh, there's a study of medical students getting daily dark chocolate and that they just reported lower stress scores. So yeah. I think that there's, there's enough data to at least again, at when you ask, what do people cut out? You want to be cutting out the garbage candies and you want to be replacing that with nuts, dark chocolate, berries. You know, you can still have sweetness in your diet, but make it from sources that feed your brain. Yeah. Dr. Ramsey, this is, I recommend everybody. We're just, this is the tip of the iceberg. So really I have my copy here. If you're watching this on YouTube, which everyone should, because we put the unedited version on YouTube, you know, and so there's a lot of content that's there. So you can subscribe but this is it, eat to beat depression and anxiety. And I would challenge everyone actually to take a screenshot of this, of uh, Drew and myself, if you're listening to this and you're watching it and uh, tag Drew, tag myself on social media. Here you go. <laughs> and then what I want you to do is, what do you want them to do? Maybe list one thing in the post, uh, something that they're going to do good for well, their life. I want life you to tell me the food that you're going to start eating to feed your mental health. That's what, yeah. uh, but um, I would love, I would love that Jim. I'd love to be yeah. talking with Jim and I'm Drew Ramsey MD. And, and um, uh, it would be, it would be great to hear people um, and to see people yeah. understanding more about feeding their mental health and ensuring how, how the book influences you and, and, and gets you motivated to yeah. do that. That's our, really our community. They know leaders are readers. So they're avid readers and they, uh, so I take a screenshot of whatever you're listening to right now and tag us both on social media and post it. And when you do, you tag it. So we get to see it and share that one food, just one food that you're gonna add into your day that's nutritious and delicious. And I'll actually- Jim, say, Jim what are you gonna add in? I wanna hear, yes. Jim, what are you, what are you dark, gonna add? Dark chocolate is one of my favorites. So that, that's- You're already doing the dark chocolate. You, you last time I was with you, you served me caviar. So you're an advanced brain foodie. <laughs> you um, fish row, we should call yes. it. This is, uh, this, is, this is true. And I'll actually gift one copy of uh, Drew's new book to uh to one person that posts just as a thank you for for playing along 
with everything. And then uh, then they can get the book through um, wherever they get, wherever books are sold, right? Yeah, the books you can check in on my, my website is drewramseymd.com. You can support local uh, bookstores yes. by going to uh, uh, indiebooks.com or it's up on Amazon. And, and uh, I, I love hearing the feedback yeah. on what you think about the book. And I really appreciate Jimmy sharing uh, the book with your community, an average, av- av- avid group of folks yeah. really caring about their brains and brain health who love to read books. And I hope everybody enjoys the book. And mostly, I hope you start feeding your mental health and doing that in a way that makes sense for you. And Jim, thanks you s- yeah. so much. No, we appreciate you. What you eat matters, everyone, especially for your gray matter. So make sure that you're doing something that you're not just feeding your your mind, but you're also feeding your body, you know, which obviously your brain is part of your body. So so make the posts, tag us both in it, share your favorite brain food. I'm going to gift a copy of the book to everybody. And we will, as always, we do, we'll put links uh, to Drew's website, to his all his social media in the show notes at jimquick.com forward slash notes. Drew, thank you so much for being on our show again. Thanks a lot, Jim. It's great to see you. Have a good one. Yeah, talk to you soon. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You want to learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team could properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our Quick Success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before. 
answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your Limitless Book Club, where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for one hour, uh, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.